to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the week 16 recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. And in this episode, we're going to review our thoughts on week 16 that is currently in the books. Our first game is the Rams-Saints game Thursday night. And it was a lot closer than expected. Uh, Derek Carr actually played pretty well. He had one turnover. The game was pretty good throughout. Uh, the Saints had that big comeback in the fourth quarter. Just came a little short. This Rams offense and defense are going to be very scary when they make the playoffs. Uh, Puka, another amazing game. Had some really nice catches in there as well. Uh, this Demarcus Robinson. I don't really know who he is, <laughs> but he's been stepping up pretty big, especially with Atwill out. And yeah, just came down to the wire and the better team won. Yeah, I was kind of surprised with this one. I, I didn't expect it to be very close. Uh, the Saints made it closer at the end. Um, again, I, I don't necessarily think the Saints should have been this close in this game. I think the Rams are a much better team. Um, but every once in a while, you kind of notice with the Rams um, and their consistency or lack thereof, I guess. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It comes and goes throughout games, and and teams are are in the game then, which kind of reflects what their record is. I they they should be a much better record than what their team than what their record shows. Um, it's been, I mean, they've they've gone through injuries just like everybody else, and that kind of hurts too. But it's just frustrating with this team because of how inconsistent they are on both sides of the ball when they should be dominating. <laughs> I, yeah. Especially with how many weapons they have. And, yeah. But. It's a scary team. Uh, like you said, when they make the playoffs, no one's going to really want to face this team. There's another team a little later we'll probably discuss, but th- this one is a tough team, no matter what. they got so many weapons. Uh, Puka has to be in that conversation for Rookie of the Year, right? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially with Stroud being out now. You, you have to imagine that he would be. But, yeah, this game is closer than I think it should have been. Uh, the better team won. Uh, that late comeback in the fourth there really made the game closer than it should have been. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next game was way different than I was expecting. Uh, we got the Bengals Steelers game and was not expecting that. How good the Bengals have been playing lately. I was expecting a much closer game and a win out of the Bengals, but Browning finally had a really bad game throwing, throwing those three interceptions. He didn't look good. Um, it made me feel really good due to him talking smack about the Vikings dropping him, and then he comes and does this. It made me really happy. <laughs> Laughed a little bit about it. Uh, but 
The Steelers look way different with Rudolph behind center. Uh, Pickens just went off. Two touchdowns, 195 yards. Started the game with like an 86-yard bomb for a touchdown, and it was just from the start to the end, they were just on fire, and they deserved this win. P.J. Watt more than likely will get Defensive Player of the Year this year. Uh, just all around this team is very scary when they're on, but I they have ceased too stacked, in my opinion, for them to do anything in the playoffs. But a nice big note with Chase out, T. Higgins showed up big time, and Boyd had a pretty good game compared to what he has been. So it's nice seeing these people stepping up when your main receivers are out. Yeah, this game was just full of big plays. They had, uh, what, three plays over 50 yards. Well, the 66 yards was that second long TD to pick in. So three plays over that, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. I didn't expect this at all. I, I figured the Bengals would come in and, I mean, the Steelers' defense is pretty good. I didn't expect, though, the Steelers' offense to be able to do much. Uh, proved, proved it wrong. Um, I mean, Rudolph, he played pretty good. Stepping in and, and playing like, like he did. Uh, you, you mentioned Browning. He had, what, an interception last week, I think it was, and bounced back pretty good. This one, he had the three picks, and that's tough to bounce back from for anybody. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see next week how he goes in and plays. Just, you know, after a game like this. And some of them were forced throws. I think one of them was... Was it a tipped one? I can't remember offhand right now. Yeah, I think two of them were. Two of them were tipped. So, in my opinion, that weighs a little bit different. On, right. On it, it's just kind of the the bad luck and you know good plays by the other team then aspect of it. So we'll see how he comes back. Um, it, it's still a fun story, regardless of. You know, this game or not. Uh, you had mentioned Pickens, and yeah, th- this game for him was r- real good, <laughs> fun to watch. The thing that frustrates me with the wide receivers for the Steelers are their lack of effort yeah. throughout the whole game. And I mean, we've mentioned this with numerous teams. But this one lately has drawn so much attention. You got a couple pretty good receivers, but they just don't give full effort when they know they're not getting the ball. Yeah, and that that really bothers me. And uh, hopefully, you know, they can change their attitudes on that because it'd be fun to cheer for them. But I just yeah. I can't bring myself to do that <laughs> as a no. as a fan and. You know, a fan of a bunch of players. And I think it was, uh, was it Warren for that touchdown that should have been? Yep. And then, and then after the game, 
he was asked about it, and he's like, I'd have blocked for him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's the type of players that you want. You want to cheer for them. You just enjoy that attitude. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I don't think, like, if the Steelers or the Bengals, I mean, make the playoffs, neither one of them are going to do anything because, like you said, the AFC is too stacked. They got so many good teams. So many. It's scary how good that <laughs> side is right now. Yeah, and I mean, you, you got the NFC side, it's just everybody's limping in. Yeah. And that was the side that you, at the, earlier in the year, like, oh, there's so many teams from the NFC that can make a run. Now everybody's just kind of limping in with their crushes and stuff and not looking super good for that side. And that's not a good thing at the end of the year. No. Hopefully, I mean, they can gain some traction here in the next two weeks and and stuff. But stuff. It definitely is. It's kind of amazing games that are coming up and yep, which are so much harder than just your regular week five game. So yeah, but a team that's starting to get hot when it's right is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this game, Bills Chargers. I was not expecting this at all. Easton Stick actually looked pretty good. He didn't get a touchdown, but he also didn't have an interception. Um, I thought this was going to be a blowout the way the Chargers have been playing with all the injuries and what's been going on in that organization in general. But Easton Stick's been showing up, playing pretty well, trying to give some spark to this team is just coming up short every time. Uh, Allen really didn't do much this game other than the two rushing touchdowns, which were very short, which makes sense because he's a quarterback. Uh, other than that, nothing big went on during this game. Just a game that I was not expecting to be this close, but the Bills are making their way up and fighting for that number one spot. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bills team, they have a lot of talent on that team. They're a really good team. Uh, they've just been so inconsistent early on in the season. They've been kind of getting it together here as the season progresses, which is the right time to do that. Uh, so, I mean, I can see them possibly making a little run in the playoffs. Um, I, However, they play down to so many teams, and this game, it should have been a blowout. They, the Chargers shouldn't have been anywhere near them in score-wise, and this makes you kind of worry as to the level of play that they're going to be able to compete. You know, are they going to be able to beat the Dolphins, the Ravens? Um, those two teams alone are are scary. Well, uh, but I mean, the Bills have the talent to do it. It's it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Josh Allen, he had his typical interception when he has to throw it. Uh, you, you see, a lot of these you know quarterbacks that are labeled elite right now are struggling, and right now it's not a good time for that. And that no, the teams to struggle. 
and uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks for the Bills as well. I think they got uh, yeah they got the Dolphins last week of the season. So they have the Dolphins and the Patriots, which that's well, never know after this week, but that should be a cakewalk too. But yeah, yes, I mean, we'll see, especially with Diggs not playing very well. He his last few games have just not been the normal digs. So if they want to make any kind of run, they're gonna need him to step it up. His last one, two, three games, he hasn't even broke fifty. So yeah, well, they just and then, they seem so strange when they're on the field for offense because they're not doing like their their typical plays to get the ball to digs or even their tight ends, either one of them really getting involved. Yeah. And both Knox and Kincaid are both good receivers. So it's just kind of oh, it's kind of surprising that it just seems like they're not playing their style of game. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it is nice to see, you know, Gabe Davis have a big game. I'm a really big fan of his. And yeah, he's hit or miss. But he can have such big games. He's quick and fun to see that this game Absolutely. shouldn't have been this close though no but again like we keep saying any given week if you're not on top of your game this is what's going to happen and yep. any switch of luck could have easily made the Chargers win that game but yeah for sure I mean any of their what five field goals yeah touched on any of them <laughs> right so uh, next game, we got the Commanders-Jets. This was a battle of two halves. The Jets came out hot. I thought they were going to just blow them out of the water. Commanders made it a game, and the Jets pulled it off at the end with the, I think it was like 56-yard field goal to win the game, I think it was. Yeah, 54. 54. So, yeah, good game. Not what I was expecting. Just kind of a fluke game, either both sides, not really meant for anything. But it was nice to see the Jets actually come out with the win. And Brees Hall played very well. He led in rushing and receiving. Two touchdowns, rushing. He's a good player. Yeah, this, I mean, they finally used Brees Hall how they should have been using him all season. He was matched up so well when he was out um, lined up as a wide receiver and they took advantage of it uh, quite a few times and I mean that doing that opens up the running game for him as well um, which I mean it's fun to see plus I have him on fantasy so they should have been doing this all season <laughs> Yeah, um, he is such a big playmaker. You gotta find ways to get him the ball. Yeah, especially when the offense is so lackluster lately. Like you gotta get your playmakers the ball, get them going. Yeah, just you know, finding ways, you know, moving them, quick hits, slants, whatever you want to do. Just get the ball in their hands, and and that's gonna give you a much better chance to win the game. Uh, this game didn't really mean anything for 
anything uh, related to season. Uh, it would be for draft positioning, I suppose, which benefited the commanders here with them losing. But uh, it, it is still fun to see, you know, some of these players step up and still want to fight even when their season's yeah. over. Um, Absolutely. There was something I saw again now that Aaron Rodgers is is pushing for the Jets to go after Adams in the offseason. Oh, yeah. Uh, and just imagine that, that, scared, that offense with Adams on there, too. You got whew, so many weapons and actually a good quarterback. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. The rest of the league would be in trouble, <laughs> especially with how good this defense actually is. If they actually have an offense to get them going, oh yeah, yeah. And this one, I mean, the time of possession heavily in favor of the Jets, and uh, yeah, they get a win. Offense able to control the ball. Well, it was a close game. Probably shouldn't have been that close, but. No, not being up twenty-seven to seven going into halftime. Yeah, they did so. have two turnovers, so it was pretty even on the turnover aspect. Yeah. But um, it's kind of strange that I mean they benched Howell. Uh, what yeah. I think that's the second game now, or did Howell get hurt last week? And I think he set came in. I think they he got benched both, didn't he? Yeah, I think it I was. But, uh, but that's kind of strange. Um, He's been having a couple of rough games, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he hasn't played good. Six for twenty-two and fifty-six no. yards, two receptions. But um, Brissett came in, looked good. Um, and that kind of put some concern, I suppose, at the quarterback position for the Commanders going into the offseason here. Um, Brissett's one of those guys that he can step in and play, but every time he gets named as a starter, it's not good. No. And yeah, he's definitely a franchise backup. Yeah. Like that's what he does. He at the bench, all ready, warmed up, ready to go, and he usually plays well. So yeah. it's kind of funny how some quarterbacks can do that. They can't be a starter. <laughs> yeah. They can't put up numbers, but if they come off the bench, they can go and step yeah. in and just play well. That's crazy. More, I think it's a mindset thing, but probably you never know. Some of them just don't have starter material. No. Yeah, speaking of starter material, this next quarterback that I want to talk about is not starter material. Uh, Lions Vikings game. Uh, Nick Mullins should not be the starting quarterback ever. He had four receptions. He looked awful. He had a few nice. Justin Jefferson made him look good towards the end. Uh, Jefferson had that diving touchdown, and then he had that amazing catch on like, oh god, I can't remember. I think it was like third eighteen. Yeah, thirteen twenty or something like that. Had another amazing catch. Um, Ty Chandler didn't do anything, but again, this Detroit off defense is just. They know how to shut down the people they need to. Uh, big, big thing is TJ's out for the year, probably a lot of next year as well. He tours ACL and MCL. Uh, big, big loss for the Vikings. 
these rookies for the Lions are insane. Gibbs, two touchdowns again. Uh, Laporta had another little game, but I think they're the first duo, and I can't remember the stat, but to have, like, five combined touchdowns together in, like, a certain amount of time. And they're rookies, so it was – I can't remember exactly what it was. I should have wrote it down. But, yeah, really good. And Amar St. Brown is – Got to be considered one of the best wide receivers if he keeps playing the way he is. Just putting up numbers every single week. And this Lions team is getting pretty good. <laughs> it's so tough with wide receivers. You have so many like to, to do like an actual top 10, top 15 list. Yeah. Tough. There's so many good wide receivers that you can go back and forth daily on it. Um, but yeah, uh, this game, I don't think they really went after Laporta for whatever reason on offense. Uh, it was kind of strange because there was a few that he was, you know, wide open and elected to not throw it to him for whatever reason. I think there was one where uh, Williams. Ended up getting the reception. Laporta, yep. though, would have been a, it would have been a touchdown uh, for whatever reason. I, I can't remember when it was, but I remember seeing it. And I don't know. Sometimes I just don't even look at him. But he's got so much talent that he'll make up for it next game. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Which will and, be good. It'll win me the playoffs. So. <laughs> And yeah, this whole team is is so young and has so much talent that they're going to be so good for so many years. The Lions on offense, the defense too has a lot of talent that's developing now. And yeah, it's a fun team to watch. Um, On the other side though with the Vikings, you got, you had mentioned that couple catches for Jefferson. I, I can't get over the two catches from him that I just can't get past are that one-handed one. Was it last year or the year before? Last year against the Bills. Yeah, he went up yeah. like <laughs> one-handed, and then and this one from this past game, like yeah, over two people like draped on him, and full extension as high as he could get to catch that ball. Such a good catch. Um, I wasn't super impressed with Mullins. He had some throws that were pretty good, but he missed high on a lot. Yeah. I think there was one or two of these were tipped interceptions, uh, which, I mean, it is what it is. It's still an interception. Overall, he didn't play amazing, but I think he was okay. Uh, if, if you can fix that interception issue, uh, I, I still would like to see, uh, was it Hall that was supposed yeah. to be playing earlier this season that didn't because he got hurt? I still yeah. would like to see him. And I mean, at this point of the season, it doesn't really matter. I, I think they should play him. Uh, maybe give yeah. Mullins another game and then Hall a game. And just to see 
I mean, you you got to imagine that they're going to rethink Kirk in the offseason. I'm sure. Uh, Two years. And I, I think, you know, if they had Kirk throughout this whole season, I think they would have turned it around and they would have a pretty good record right now. Uh, they were, you know, a lot of those games early on, it was, wasn't it pretty close games that they were just losing out on? Like one score yeah, games. I think all of them pretty much were one score games. And the year before, you guys had all the luck on that. Yeah, I'm sure um, we don't. However, I, I can't imagine that they won't resign Kirk. He would have been a much better, you know, fit for this team. So I, I don't know. I, I think he'll be back, and I'm hoping that Hawkinson can have a somewhat quick recovery because this late in the season I'm sure it'll be mid-season before he's back and then it takes a little while to still get comfortable right which is unfortunate but remain positive on that I guess we'll see there's there's been people that have came back way quicker and were able to produce but we'll see this injury just it sucks Yeah, I don't like it. And then uh other thing, Addison also got hurt. So we only lost by a touchdown when we had our third-string quarterback in and two of our best offensive players. So, so, yeah, if we had, even though I'm not a big fan of him, but clearly he's our best bet. Uh If Cousins was in there, a lot of things would look different. But there's a lot of ands, ifs, or buts with so many teams right now that you just got to play your game. And some days it doesn't go your way, and some days it does. Yeah, it's uh, so tough when you get down to the situation where you're playing your, you know, third-string quarterback. I mean, you put up 411 yards on a decent defense. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just those interceptions, those are brutal. Was it, did they have any fumbles? I don't think they did. No. No. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's, it's just tough. Um, Our next game, our comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco and the Browns against the Houston Texans. You know, Stroud was in this game. I think this game would have been a whole different ball game. Uh. But Amari Cooper went absolutely off. 11 catches, 265 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, pretty much won the game for him. Uh, Flacco had the two interceptions. Davis Mills came in, played really well. Keenum couldn't get anything going, had the two interceptions. And this Browns defense is really hard, really good. And... They were just the better team this game. Yeah, I think. I mean, with with Stroud playing, it would be a definitely a different game. This Texans team, though, has gone through a tough what series of probably what three weeks here with injuries, and yeah. it wears on you, uh, but. Putting up 22 points on one of the top, probably four defenses. 
Yeah. And the league is nothing really? to, to be sad about. No. Uh, the Texans, if you would have predicted their record at the beginning of the season, probably wouldn't have been anywhere close to what they are. Um, so on a positive note, that's really promising for this team. they got a lot of young talent, too. And looking forward to the future, this team's probably going to be, you know, on the higher end of the AFC side for a few years here coming up. Yeah, it'll be fun yeah. to see. Um, a big thing for this game, the, the Amari Cooper game, like, he is so good. I'm still quite upset that we traded him for <laughs> right. nothing. We traded him in a fifth round pick for a fifth round pick. Like, yeah, it was such a garbage trade. Um, but I mean, he's proven that he can still compete. He, his route running is so good. His toe stepping on the sidelines, ridiculous. Yeah, he's fun to watch him. Yeah. Fun to watch him. And I mean, however they managed to get Flacco in and doing what he's doing, pretty impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just a big game for them, and it's really nice to see. He had a 75-yard touchdown. Huh? Oh, it's a good time. Oh, I didn't realize there was a kick return touchdown in this game. No, I think, yeah. Pierce, 98, 98 yards. Man, I love special team touchdowns, man. Yeah, you don't I see them happy. very no. often anymore. So, I mean, I honestly, I don't remember that happening in that game. It was one of the games I watched, too. I guess I didn't see much on it. Well, with the holidays, it was kind of hard to keep track of a lot of this stuff going on. Right. Well, cool. uh, our next game was a really good game that I didn't expect either. Uh, Packers and Panthers. I'll let you start that one. So this game, uh, I as well didn't expect this to be anywhere near this close. Uh, overall, I think Young looked really good. His receivers were actually there and helping him, which is nice to see. Uh, I think I want to see a little bit more of young in like a hurry up style offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause the way that they were running that in the fourth quarter of this game, he just looked so much more comfortable. And I hope that they see that in transition it, even if it's not necessarily a hurry up, but less huddling. Yeah. Quicker up to the line. Um, let them, you know, look at the defense a little bit more. I don't know if that's, what was helping him or not, but he just seemed to, to read the field so much better when he was up at the line quicker. Yeah, that up-paced tempo. Yeah, and I don't know. The receivers were catching the ball. So who knows? Maybe that is what's going to be needed to fix it. But, I mean, it's far too late in this season, but I still want to see it happen a little bit more and, and see just what they can do. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, when they get their things going, you can see that they click a little better. They get people more involved. A lot of these people, I don't even know. And like Tremble, Sullivan, like I'm, I don't know who they are. And they came out, played good for <laughs> the Panthers. And once they get clicking, you know, you have DJ Shark, you have Thielen, two big players that can make big plays. Shark played big time last year with the Jaguars. I think it was last year. I'm pretty sure it was last year. And uh, so you know he's a big playmaker if he gets the opportunity to be able to do it. Um, so get him out there, get him moving. And I agree, you got to keep him, when he's on, you got to keep, keep that tempo up. Because when you keep slowing it down, it throws their rhythm off, in my opinion. Again, I wasn't a quarterback, so I really don't know. But you think it would, especially when you're doing as well as you were in that fourth quarter. Um, if they could start it out like that, maybe the team would be doing a lot better. Uh, the Packers side, two big takeaways for me, even though I really don't, not a Packers fan. Aaron Jones, after the injuries, after injuries, after injuries he's had this year, big game, big reason why they won, controlled the ball, had a, over 100 yards for 21 on 21 carries. And the connection between Dobbs and Love in such a short time is really good. And if they can get this Wicks guy going as well, this offense could be very potent. Yeah. I, so Chark was on the Lions last year. Was it last year? Um, and then prior to that, he was with Jacksonville. Okay. Um, but it it's so nice to see the connection that all of them have developed quickly with him. As far as the Packers, I feel like they've had so many injuries in general with running back and receiving core that it's so hard to keep a solid offense going. Um, but it'll be nice to see what, I mean, they can do if they can get, you know, some sort of connection with everybody. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Watson and I, I think he's still hurt. Yeah. Um, he's kind of had a rough start to his career for injury-wise. But this whole team, another team that's been riddled with injuries off and on. But when they're when they're on, Love looks really good. Receivers are making plays. You know, Aaron Jones looked like he run in the game by himself. Just yeah. keep handing it to him. Uh Oh, this game was a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, it, it came down last second play. Was it a? I can't remember if Young ran or or what it was. You know, but they it had was, that long bomb, and then they couldn't get they couldn't get lined up to down. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> if they would have uh, lined up and actually just ran a play instead of spiking it, yeah, they would have had like a second left 
and even if the play wasn't functioning, it would have gave them a chance because I think they're at like the 30, 25 or 30 yard yard line. But I don't know. It was a good game. Uh, shouldn't have been as close as it was, in my opinion. But it was a fun game. These are the, the games where, you know, you get to watch real close battle, uh, just good football games when it's like this. Gives it that playoff feel. Yep, for sure. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither of these teams will probably make it, although Packers are still in the running, I suppose, on the NFC side. But Technically, yeah. We'll see what happens, I guess, with that. But, but yeah. All right, so we'll move on then to the next game. Uh, the next one will be Seahawks, Titans. Uh, this one, I, I thought it was kind of a funny stat that Henry tied Tannehill so far on touchdowns thrown this season <laughs> in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got two, so there you go. Um, yeah, I, I don't expect much from the Titans, especially with Lois out kind of changes this dynamic of this team to not having much there. Um, I mean, with Levis, they haven't had a whole lot either, but at least they have a spark mm-hmm. of some sort. Right. Um, the Seahawks team, though, they they are a team that I think a lot of people wouldn't want to see in the playoffs. No. Uh, they're, they're getting... You know, healthy now, and and able to make a little run here in the playoffs. And and this game scares me, just because of how many weapons they have, and they have, you know, pretty decent defense for the most part. Uh, but the the weapons that they have on offense, some of them are just so hard to guard. You got shifty, quick, small receivers, and then you got Metcalf, which <laughs> is just tough. And then they got the run game too. And this team. They're kind of like the Rams offensively. Like, they have so much yeah. firepower. Um, and now that Geno's back, not that Locke did terrible by any means, but Geno kind of has this offense built around how he plays, which is funny to say because Geno never really fit anywhere. No, exactly. Um, but for this offense, though, it, it is working for him. And, and they're a pretty good team. Um, they've had some injuries throughout the season that, I mean, record-wise, you can see that, but unfortunately, every team has injuries, and you just got to battle through it. But these guys are getting healthy now at the right time. Yeah. Healthy and hot. Mm-hmm. The best conversa- I mean, combination when you're heading into the play- playoff race. Yeah, Henry... He is pretty much the only thing going on this offense when they don't have a quarterback. Uh, but the biggest shock to me this year for this Titans offense is their tight end, Okanawa. He's been playing pretty good these last few weeks. Uh, and just shocking because they haven't had much firepower offensively. This game clearly a lot closer than I'm pretty sure anyone expected with Tannehill behind the helm. Uh, and yeah, the Seahawks, you pretty much covered it. They are a scary 
team, they're, they're fast, shifty people of Lockett and JSN. And Metcalf is pretty much a transformer, so it's really hard to stop that guy. So big, so strong, and he's fast, too. So, like, he's just his own kind of freak. He's in his own category. Uh Walker, once he's going, it's really hard to stop him. So, luckily, the Titans did slow him down a little bit, only 50 yards. And he's been hot lately, so once he's going this, yeah, I don't want to see the Seahawks going into the playoffs, that's for sure. Just too dynamic, and they, like you said, they have a defense. A lot of these guys have been playing together for a long time, and you can tell when they're healthy, this is what you get out of it, uh, is a win. Close game, but it's a win. And that's all that matters is that win column. So, yeah, Bobby Wagner is their heart and soul of that defense, and he proves it week in and week out. And just, he's a Seahawk. When he went to the Rams, it was weird. And it's good to see him as a Seahawk, and I'm sure he'll retire as a Seahawk in the next couple years. I'm not a Seahawk fan, but... It's really nice to see him leading a defense the way he has been for pretty much his whole entire career. He's been an absolute standout each year, leading the team everywhere he goes in tackles pretty much every year. So scary team, don't want to see him. Luckily, the Vikings won't. So. <laughs> Uh, another team getting really wrong game. Uh, next game, Colts Falcons. Not expecting this. I was going to skip it. I like to do that once in a while. Get all excited. Uh, yeah. Falcons, Colts, Falcons blow them out. Uh, the way the Colts have been playing, I was expecting them to win, but that did not happen. Yeah, it was kind of a Heineke came, Yeah, Heineke came in, controlled it, played the way he does. And if you can get Robinson and Algier going together, that's pretty much their offense because they have no one else receiving-wise. So uh, it's really crazy when your two top offensive players are here running backs. And I got one of the most athletic running backs, though, so, I mean, he should be used. Yeah, oh, for this, sure. This Falcons team could be such a good team if they just had a quarterback that could yeah. compete. It, I mean, their defense is decent. I I go back and forth on this defense on, you know, how good they actually are. Right. I, I would, I mean, I'd put them you know, the top half of the league, at least. Um, some games they can just dominate. Other games they – I'm not even sure they're on the field. Yeah. But offensively, this this Falcons team should be able to put up points. And yeah. they just can't when they are rolling with 
uh, Ritter or I mean Heineke is not going to put up a lot of points either necessarily, but no. at least he's a little bit more consistent. But I don't know. I didn't expect this game at all. I figured the Colts would get the blowout win, but any given Sunday, any given day in general, no. At this time of the season, we have games on every day. Right. Um, there, there's so many field goals in this game that you you just wish you could get touchdowns instead because it's much more fun as a team and as a fan watching touchdowns over field goals. But it is what it is. Falcons got the win, and we hope that they get a quarterback at some point. Yep, for sure, because this team could be scary. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> this game was way different than I expected. Uh, next team, we got the Bucks, Jaguars. This is the game I got excited about and was going to skip this game because I didn't have much to say about that game. Um, I They are my Bucks again. I was fighting hard to say that. But Baker Mayfield is definitely weighing on me. I think they should sign him to at least a couple-year contract, see what he can do. I thought the Jaguars should have won this game. I picked the Bucks in our pick em thing because I need to catch up to you. And luckily I did because they won. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, really good. White had another touchdown. Evans is just a freak of nature. That's all I got. Um, he can do pretty much anything and everything. And being his contract year, he's definitely showing, like, hey, get me people around me. Let me stay. Let me keep dominating. 11, what is he, 11 years I think he's been in the league? It's been a while. Nine years. And so nine years in a row he's gotten over 1,000 yards. Like. You got to get the ball, the guy the ball, get him playmakers around him, and let him cook because he is ridiculous. A big target, big red red zone threat. You just can't go wrong with that. Other side, I don't know what happened there. Honestly, Ingram had a big game. Ridley had a big game, but that's all. They got, and it all came in the second half. The two interceptions were big, I'm sure, had a big part of it. Uh, I, I guess I don't know if Lawrence got injured or what happened there. But, yeah, you got hurt. Okay. No rushing game at all for this team. Like I said. Done for the season. Ooh. It was an AC joint, I think. And oh, that's my At this point in the season whether they're going to make it or not. I, there was some discussion back and forth. I don't know for sure. But. Okay. Yeah. When ET, like we've been saying, if ETN shut down, this offense doesn't run. And it proved it again this week. 12 yards. That was it. <laughs> Rushing. Right. Rising. 
So it, this one's tough. I mean, you got four turnovers by the Jags, puts you down. Uh, you get the two interceptions with two fumbles. That is tough to come back from for any team, let alone a team that hasn't necessarily been on as much as they should be on offense. Um, Lawrence getting hurt. Um, you hate to see it. We'll see what happens, I guess, coming up here. I, I don't know if he's playing or not. Um, I haven't found anything that said for sure what's going to happen there. So as far as the Jags, that's a tough one. Uh, they have so much talent, but they just, you know, couldn't consistently move the ball and put up points this season for whatever reason. Um, on the other side, though, with the Bucks, I think, what was it, like three weeks ago or four weeks ago, we had said something along the line of if they were going to extend to Mayfield and keep him around. Uh, I do agree. I think they should. I said that at that time, too, that they, they should. I, I just think that the fit for him is, is pretty good on this team. My only concern is with Evans. He had wanted a contract before the season started, and he said that if he didn't get one, he wouldn't be back in Tampa. Um, so how that plays out going in, you know, to the offseason here could be interesting. I I think the connection that Mayfield and Evans has is really good, and it's only been, what, a season now, I suppose? Yeah, roughly. Um, because Mayfield didn't play a lot, a lot last year. Yeah, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think they have a, you know, good connection there, and if they can get both of them to stay, the team is much better with both of them, in my opinion. They're getting, I mean, they're putting up points, and they're in the playoff runs. I don't think they'll compete, but they're there. No, no as, except if their defense plays as good as it did here, but again, like you said, four turnovers, that's huge. And not a lot of teams are going to be able to come back from that, so. Yeah. Uh, it definitely is. Next game, I'm going to have you start it. Cowboys Dolphins. This game, I was actually impressed with how the Cowboys played. I think they played really well. Um, they just they couldn't hold on for the win at the end. Uh, a couple things that were frustrating in this game: the play calling on the offense side. They had things that were working and working very well, and then they just quit doing them for in the second and third quarter. It started to rain. I get that, but it was working. And keep doing it. Make adjustments once it quits working. Don't yep. just abandon it. Uh, they went back to it in the fourth quarter, and look what happened. They scored again. Uh, right. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating, and it's been that way off and on throughout the season. I was hoping with McCarthy calling plays, that it would be a little bit more consistent, but it's very similar to what 
the issues were with um, Kellen Moore. Uh, it's different plays and different designs. And I prefer McCarthy's designs for the offense because it's not just, you know, seven-yard curls or comebacks. They're actually doing, you know, quick slants and, and all this that is getting uh, C.D. Lamb open and open early and getting the ball to him early. And, I mean, that's what they quit doing then. They started doing screens and running back, you know, um, sweeps and stuff. And that's not what this team's about. This team should be passing, you know, 90% of the time. Yeah. Got Dak Prescott and so many weapons on the receiving core. They should be passing. Um, well, even their backfield can easily be part of that pass game. Oh, for sure. So insane how many actual weapons they have. Yeah, as far as the Pollard being the main back experiment, I'm done with it. He, I don't think, can handle being the main back. He is not explosive. He looks kind of lost out there when he's running. Um, he should have had a touchdown on that run, um, but for whatever reason, he tried to cut it up and run over the guy instead of just running to the pylon. Yep. Um, I think he's still a good player. I just think that they should be rotating backs yeah. much more often. Um, get Dowdle out there. Um, you know, uh, who's the other one well, I can't think of right now? Um, but go with the rotation with the backs. We don't need a, a set lead back. Uh, my other, the fumble at the goal line when they were giving it to the fullback, that shouldn't have happened. The back handed it right where it should be for whatever reason. Hunter didn't grab it. Probably would have been a touchdown there as well. Um, so overall, I don't think they played terrible. They just kind of beat themselves. And, yeah, I mean, defense played well. They were able to slow down this insanely fast team. Kept Tyreek under 100 yards. They shut down the run game compared to what they have done in yeah. the past few games. So it was nice to see. Um, overall, you know, the loss, it hurts, but I feel good still about it. Yeah, knowing they can go this close to who I was saying was the best NFC, AFC team in the league and still only lose them by two with like you said, you're not sticking to your bread and butter when you should be. And C.D. Lamb can kill you both ways. Long ball or get it short and he can explode off and can definitely do it yards after the catch. So 
you got to keep what's working. I don't know why a lot of teams go off of that because there's a lot of teams that do do that. When things are working, they still decide not to discontinue doing it. Especially in games now. Like, this is a time you stay with what's working and don't try to go anywhere else, especially when you were there the whole entire game. And you got to crack down on what you do best. And like you said, Moser only 46 yards. They shut everyone down. Achan only had 24. Wilson only had 21. Like, they stopped everything. But for some odd reason, they just pulled away from what was working. And in my eyes, I don't understand it. They held the Dolphins to the one touchdown. And the rest were field goals. So (laughs) they were there. And it's like you said, they pretty much beat themselves. And that's really rough when it comes down to it because if they would have won this game, it would give them the clear out lead for the NFC in their division. Uh, still got two games to go and see what the next two weeks bring in. Yeah. There's a lot of talk that, um, the defense was to blame. Um, I mean, that last drive, getting them into range for a field goal, that, that's tough to defend in general. Yeah. When you're playing to prevent a field goal. Right. Um, I, defensively, I think they played well. Offensively, I also think they played well. Um, yeah. A lot of people were talking about, you know, that the loss moved back out of the MVP conversation with this and then the loss to the Bills. Overall, I don't think Dak played bad. I I think it was just the transition from what they were running offensively to I don't know, whatever they were trying to run. They did what two or three screen plays that isn't like they don't do that. I don't know why they did that, but they haven't done that all season hardly. And they're never no. successful with them. Why are they doing that? Throw deep, quick hits, do your normal game plan. I don't know. Just frustrating. Yeah, it is, especially when it's working. Um, next game, which is frustrating. Uh, the Bears won again. I don't like seeing that ever. Uh, <laughs> Cardinals, Bears. The run game pretty much won this game, in my opinion between Justin Fields and Herbert combined over 200 yards just those two it's really weird senior I say it every time but when your quarterback is almost at 100 yards and almost leading your team it's usually not a recipe for success but they made it work especially when no one even came no one other than Komet went over 20 yards this week for the Bears, and they still ended up winning by 11. Yes, I the Cardinals are not very good. I understand that, but they've been putting up pretty good fights this year. I thought they were going to pull this one out, 
because of how on and off the Bears are. But, again, it did not happen. And on the other side, Murray actually played pretty good. And Connor had another big game. I really like Connor. Good field story. And I hope he just continues having the success that he does. And hopefully during the draft and the offseason, they can get more weapons for this team and see where they can go with it. And I'm pretty sure they'll get Marvin Harrison Jr. But we can talk more about that when it gets closer to draft time. I'm excited for that. No, me too. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I think uh the running the game or the running game for the Bears is why this game ended the way it did. I think if they'd have been closer in time of possession and the Cardinals were making a comeback and I think they probably would have pulled it off. Um but you only have four quarters and they start slow or they start really hot and fade off. Seems like the Cardinals do. And, yeah, the, the Bears running game and eating the clock um, saved the win for him. I, I wasn't overly impressed with anything really in this game. Um, no. It's nice to see, like you mentioned, Connor, uh, Dork making plays. Um, not a huge fan of Fields, but no. He he can make plays with his legs. I just wish that he would have better vision when he's behind the line of scrimmage and looking to pass. Yeah, he could be a good quarterback. He could. I mean, he's got the potential. He's got the arm. I don't know. He just mentally, I don't know if he can process it fast enough. Right. Um, this next game was very exciting and definitely not what I was expecting, but a very good game. Patriots-Broncos game. Uh, we both picked the Broncos. We, I thought this defense, the way they've been playing, the way the offense has actually been clicking, they were going to win. Uh, they ended up losing at the end. And the Patriots had a huge, huge third quarter that got them back into the game, pulled the lead. Broncos came back at the end like they always do, but just came a little short. Marvin Mims finally showed up and played football, which you really, really want to see as a Broncos fan. Sutton had to have gotten hurt because he only had one target all game or... I can't remember, but it was an absolute, it was a good game. And the Patriots end up winning. Zipet had some pretty good plays. Zeke had a catch and touchdown, which you normally don't see. You, you would think he'd be that punch it in guy, but he actually had nine catches this game for 33 yards and a touchdown. You like seeing him getting involved both ways. Because when he was with Dallas, you can see that he can make plays and you need to get that guy going, get him, like he used to say, feed him, get him going. Yeah, he's one of those backs that you don't necessarily 
you know, put in this perspective that he can catch the ball, but he can. Right. I mean, he, he can make plays out of the backfield receiving wise too. It's just he's so known for his. I mean, the past couple of years is really just the short yardage. You got short yardage. He's going to gain you two to three yards every time. But I don't know. It's um, Sutton. I think he did leave the game with a concussion. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's questionable, so that makes sense. Yep, concussion. Uh, it's kind of strange because I guess they're benching Wilson now um, for probably the rest of the season. I guess he's got a thing in his contract they were fighting over. Um, stating that oh, yeah, that's a money thing, isn't it? Yeah, if, they, if he can't pass a physical but in March or something, then they owe him a pretty good chunk of change guaranteed. Yeah, that's um, right. So they, they're benching him because he wouldn't take that out of his contract, and they don't want to risk him getting hurt <laughs> to owe him this extra money, I guess. Um, yeah, and it's like $35 million or something like that. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a big chunk. 35 or 37 somewhere in there. Uh, so, I mean, that's an interesting situation because, I mean, the Broncos were on a pretty good little streak there. They beat some teams that our playoff teams quite handily. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It, it's interesting, I guess. I guess one playoff team, Chiefs, is who they beat handily. But either way, uh, I, I think it's funny, too. We mentioned how they could likely win out, what, a couple weeks ago, and now they're 0-2 yeah. since we said that. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, Broncos fans. We did that. Yeah. Uh, yep, we did. Um, I don't know. It was. I don't know what's going on there. It's such a weird situation. On the other side with the Patriots, I trust this Bailey Zappy, whatever, however you want to say it, more than I trust yeah. Mac Jones. Oh yeah. Big uh, time. <laughs> he. I mean, he's. I don't think he's starter material, but I'm pretty impressed with how he's played, and I think he'd be an excellent backup for any team. Um, but, I mean, the way it's been this season, he's, he's better than what they had for starter. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's all I got there. Um, so this next game... Gets me really happy and sad at the same time just because I like the Chiefs. But, uh, Raven, I mean, Raiders against the Chiefs. The Raiders pulled it out. And the craziest stat line I've ever heard of in my life. And I honestly must have, like, fogged out after the first quarter, I guess. <laughs> because they did not complete a pass after the first quarter. And ended up winning. Um, this Raiders defense was in Mahomes' face all day. They are so good. I absolutely love this team. They're getting to me each week. And they just keep proving it to me why I like them. Uh, <laughs> I still don't understand how you can win a game when you go 9 for 21 for 62 yards. 
But Zamir White, again, with the whole Jacobs injury, coming out big, had 145 yards, 22 carries. And the Chiefs just don't look like the Chiefs right now. They're just crying, whining, throwing their helmets, getting frustrated over little things. And when Kelsey did get mad and threw his helmet, Townsend made a completion for 11 yards and continued the drive. And Andy Reid's like, nope, don't give him his helmet back. He can sit down and think what he's doing. And I thought that was awesome. I think Andy Reid needs to start putting these guys in their place and light a fire under their you-know-whats because I'm still scared of this team if I see them in the playoffs. Any team with Patrick Mahomes behind center, I will be very scared of every single time. But this Raiders defense just played very well and pretty much shut down everyone on this team. And it was good. And I really love Rishi Rice. Led the team in receiving again. They just need more people to step up if they want to start winning games that they should be winning. I think my favorite part in this game was the nine seconds that there were two defensive touchdowns scored. Um, they had a fumble return, and then the next play was interception return for touchdown. Yeah, and that interception was sick. It was. They've had a couple that were just ridiculous interception returns for the Raiders. Um, it's, it's been fun. This defense is fun to watch. Um, I can't think of who the cornerback was a couple weeks ago that did that. But, um, I, yeah, I'm enjoying this Raiders defense. Um, offensively, they, they didn't do a whole lot other than Zamir White, uh, able to run the ball pretty much however he wanted. Um, the Chiefs meltdown, I am enjoying. Um, I, as well, won't count them out until they're eliminated. Uh, just because you have Patrick Mahomes, you have the experience in the playoffs, the Super Bowl. And that's something that you just can't count out. No. And I think it was Hobbs that got it last week. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just been, it's been fun. And this Raiders defense is fun. They, they can put a lot of pressure. Yeah. And my boy Speed Line led the team again. <laughs> oh. That's all I got. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got too. It's, it's fun watching this team meltdown. I'm enjoying it. Pachinko finally got a touchdown, which is good. Um, and, you know, I do prize picks. And every time I pick someone, 
that I want to actually score, they never do. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. I just going to pry fix thing on my monitor, and I thought I'd throw it out there. Well, you but, yeah. Him, didn't he? No. Pacheco. He played. Oh, Pacheco. I thought he... I had Kelsey as a touchdown. It was lost, and I got in instead of Kelsey, so that's why I brought it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm pretty no. sure I, thought, I think he got hurt during the game again. Oh, I'm sure. I could be wrong, but he's been one of those that if he doesn't get touchdowns, he doesn't get much points. What's that? Yeah, concussion. He did get one? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I I could have swore that he was out of there, and then they after that, they didn't run it much. Yeah, that's about all I got. So moving on, then we got the next game. Uh, it's going to be the Giants and the Eagles. And in this one, so I picked the Giants last week uh, more as a joke. Um, however, with it being a division game, I figured there was a chance. Uh, being in Philly, though, I didn't expect it to be anywhere near this close. Um and, yeah, with how close it was, you know, maybe the Giants have a chance when they're home. Kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, more um, sure. I'm not very impressed with Jalen Hurts so far. Um, he's had a few good games. But generally compared to, you know, what he did last year, this this team isn't nearly as impressive offensively. Uh, they are, I would say, a little bit more dynamic in the run game with Swift than they were last year. I can't remember who they had last year. Um, I think you went to the Panthers, though. Yep, Miles uh, Sanders. There you go. There you go. Um, but offensively, I don't know, this, this Eagles team just doesn't necessarily scare you unless it's one yard to go or two yards to go. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's the only reason why Hurts is even close to as good as he is, is because he gets those little tush pushes to make his stats look better. Yeah, and I mean, I'm perfectly fine with a quarterback sneak. What I don't like is when people are behind him, lifting him up over the line so his feet aren't on the ground. Like, that's what's yeah. dangerous, and that's what should be banned. I think they would be just as successful without that in a quarterback sneak. But I don't want to see an injury because they're lifting him up off the ground. And that, yeah. I don't know, that's my issue with the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't like it. I, I just don't like it in general, but <laughs> well, yeah. just the help behind with like four, three people pushing you. I don't like that aspect of it yep. because it's just, it's not football. That's rugby. Yep. But, uh, but I yep. mean, with Tara uh, Taylor in the Giants team on offense can move the ball a little bit. I 
I think the strong portion of the Eagles are probably their front, what, five, seven, whatever you want to say, on defense. And the Giants were able to move the ball some, um, almost 300 yards. They had a defensive touchdown. Ultimately, they shouldn't really have been in this game, but it was a close game. Yeah, a lot closer than I was expecting as well. But honestly, Tyrod should be the starter. I love the DeVito story, don't get me wrong, but Tyrod has proven that he can be the quarterback for this team. He opens up the game so much more because he does everything. He's a lot scarier on the ground than DeVito is. His arm's a lot better than DeVito is, or Daniel Jones, if we want to go that route as well. And it just makes up that big gap in any aspect with the other quarterbacks. Uh, that big play Slayton had for a touchdown came out big. And I really wish that last play, I know it was running out. I wish he would have set his feet a little better when he threw it. it give the wide receiver a better chance of making a play on it. But they end up in an interception. Uh, Saquon still played really well. This Giants offense definitely does have the weapons to stay in games like this and win games like this. But they just came up short against a team that a lot of people are picking as a favorite on that side. I don't think they're even close to a favorite on that side, but there are people out there that do. And they keep winning, and that's a big thing. As long as they're winning, they're going to stay in that favorite pick area. And I guess you can't question it until they lose, I guess. But not a fan. But, yeah, a lot closer than I was expecting. Yeah, I think, I mean, record-wise, they got the record. They can win games. Their defense and their offense, it's just so much inconsistency there. And that's what we discussed with some of the teams on the AFC side. This team is just very inconsistent. And it's tough because right now the NFC, I don't know. I still think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC for sure. Um We'll discuss that later, but the Eagles, I mean, they're up there too. Cowboys, everybody's got a little bit of issues. Uh, once it's in the playoffs, it's a different atmosphere, and we'll see what happens then. But I just, I don't know. There's so many mistakes that you see from Jalen Hurts, and then he, he turns around and makes amazing plays just after that. It's, it's tough. And I, yeah. I want to be a fan of Jalen Hurts. I just, it's, it's tough. It definitely is. I, I, I can't do it, but. <sighs> Here we go. Next game. 
last game, the big one, the Monday Night Football slug or not that a lot of people are thinking is a preview of the Super Bowl, uh, Ravens against 49ers. The Ravens just were better. That's pretty much all all it was. Uh, Lamar controlled the game, played well both rushing and throwing. Uh, Jay Flowers, rookie, came out big for him. But the biggest thing out of this game is this defense. Caused four interceptions that clearly you're not going to come – no, five interceptions, four off of Purdy, and then one off of Sam Darnold. And it's really, really, really hard to come back from that. That's five turnovers just on the interceptions. Luckily, no one fumbled it for him to add more to it, but five turnovers is really big. Uh, on the other side, Christian McCaffrey again. Absolute animal. Went over 100 yards again, another touchdown. Kittle had a big game. Ayuk had a big game, and a lot of that came with Darnold in the game. I think he had like four, three or four receptions in the la- one of the last drives for them. And, yeah, I don't know. Biggest thing was just the Ravens' defense just ate this team alive and – that's how you win games against big teams like the 49ers. Defense slows you down, gets your turnovers, wins you the game. Yeah, this game, I mean, it had so much hype. I was so excited for it. You know, I thought it was going to be a shootout with big defensive plays here and there. Um and then after the game, pretty much now everybody's just talking about Purdy, um, how terrible he is now, apparently. Um, Weird how my, my issue with all of that, there was a lot of these interceptions that were tipped passes or dropped catches that ended up being intercepted. Again, I don't focus on that nearly as much as others. Um, those are bad breaks, good plays by the other team that caused it, um, luck, whatever you, whatever you want to say about it, uh, being in the right place at the right time. Uh, Ravens were able to capitalize on those interceptions, turn it into points. That many turnovers is nearly impossible to come back from. I don't think Purdy played terrible. Again, I think only one of those interceptions was an earned one. Yeah. Um, so if you take that and for what it's worth, um, offensively, the 49ers team was moving the ball with ease on this defense. Yeah. Um, with ease on probably one of the, you know, top three defenses in the league. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, Purdy ended up getting, I think he re-injured the stinger that he had the week before, I think is what yep. it was. Yep. 
Um, and then they just elected not to put him back in because he was cleared to play. Um, but at that point, what, seven minutes left in the fourth? Yeah. The way the game's gone, whatever, just move out. Like, you are still 11-4 now. Like, take it for what it is, move on. Um, this Ravens defense is real good. They're real quick. They can make pressure. Uh, but I think if they were to play again, you probably wouldn't have the five turnovers. No, definitely not. Uh, so it's a very possible Super Bowl rematch later on of this game. I think these are both probably the best teams in the conf- each conference. Um, so it was an interesting game, at least, to, to see. Um, I would imagine if they played again, it wouldn't go this way, though. No, me... I do think the 49ers are the best team in the league, personally. Yeah, I do, too, as well. So that ends our recap of that week. And you went 8-8, eight and eight, if I counted right. And we all know my counting isn't very good. And now you're 139 and 83. And I made a five game comeback to make me five games behind you for 134 and 88. So slowly but surely making my way, make my <laughs> way up town. We got a couple weeks left. We'll see how it goes for the regular season. It'll be interesting. Yeah. We're getting there. Getting close. It is. It's crazy how fast it's going. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to miss football so much. Yeah. Uh, but offensive player, I have a gut feeling we're going to have the same person. <laughs> I have Amari Cooper. Yep, I do too. The <laughs> display that he put on is just oh. ridiculous. Like, he had a lot of Flack was yards even. What was it? 368? He almost had... Yeah, 265. Yeah. So... But 100 yards that were spread out between the rest of the team. <laughs> you gotta love that. Yeah, I think... Uh, what was the thing? He's the second player to do... Uh, have... Well, yeah. 200 plus yards and two touchdowns. On three teams? Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Can't remember who the other person was. Peel. Yeah, there you go. Terrell. God, he was good. Yeah. God, he was good. For every team he went to, he was good. Uh, Defensive player, who'd you got? I have Jack Jones from the Raiders. Yeah, with that return. Yeah, God, that was gorgeous. <laughs> so gorgeous. Um, the impact that that play had, in my opinion, I, you yeah. could have gone with either him or Nichols, but the second touchdown was kind of a statement one in my eyes. Right, I get that. I actually have Kyle Hamilton, and the reason why I have Kyle Hamilton is because one of the interceptions that he had, he rushed in, 
got knocked down and the ball got tipped and he still got up and ran to the ball and intercepted it. And so many people would give up on that play mm-hmm. because you're on the ground and you're like, oh, whatever, I have 10 more other people. But he got up, sprinted off of it, and picked it off. And in my opinion, that before Niners winning, I still think they're the best team in the NFL. Uh, and it came against, like I said, against the team I thought was the best in the NFL. So that's why I have Kyle Hamilton. Well, that makes sense. Uh, he got hurt, too, I think, after that play. Yep. So, um, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, it was impressive. I think he uh, – didn't he get picked uh, Defensive Player of the Week, too? Yep. ASC. Should be a Viking. Should be a Viking, but the Vikings suck, so. And our player that we picked instead of him doesn't even play. <laughs> Drives me absolutely bonkers. It's a second in the Yeah. Our next segment, week 17, tomorrow night, Thursday night football, Jets against the Browns. I'm going with my, the Browns. I was going to say my Browns, but they're not my Browns, but I'm going with the Browns. Yeah, I got the Browns as well. I think defensively and offensively, they're just more complete than the Jets. Yeah, for sure. I didn't realize there was only one Saturday game. Huh. So, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. We got the Lions and the Cowboys. I think this is going to be a really good game. But I think the Cowboys are going to bounce back and get another W. Yeah, and the Cowboys play so much better at home. They're at home. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. But I'm going to go Cowboys just because they're home. And... They are a much different team at home. Yeah. They play a lot better. I mean, they play good on the road, too. It's just they have crucial mistakes at bad times. Right. Um, next game, we got Titans-Texans. I heard that C.J. Stroud might be back. So I am going with the don't knock out C.J. Stroud, so I'm going with the Texans. <laughs> this one, I didn't even have to look who they're playing because I'm going Texans. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Although, uh, Tannehill, I think, is playing yeah. again. So, okay. I'd, go awesome. I'd go the other team anyways. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, next game, I think this was the hardest one I had all out of all the games because both these teams are so inconsistent. And I went with the Falcons. Because from what I understand, they're going to keep Heineke behind center. And I got that. That's what it sounds like, yeah. I have the Falcons as well, um, mainly because they're not starting Ritter, and they have a better defense than the Bears, and their run games are about the same. Yeah. Next game, which should be a really good game, Dolphins-Ravens. With what they did last week, I have to go with the Ravens. This one I went back and forth on a couple times. Um, I am going with the Ravens. However, I think it should be a good game. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think it will probably end up being reasonably high scoring compared to what the 49ers put up last week. As long as Tua doesn't turn over five times. Yeah, right. Next game, we got the Saints and the Buccaneers. And I am going to go with my Buccaneers because now they're back to my second favorite team, even though I'm still having troubles with Baker Mayfield. But he's working. He, he's wearing on me. This podcast is driving me nuts, man. Well, yeah, you have to like people that you don't like. Yep. I'm still not liking hurts. You can't make me. No. You know, that one, that one is a little, yeah. He's one that when he there. came out of the draft, they, I was like, he could be interesting to watch in the league. And then he went to the Eagles, I'm like, yeah, never mind. Yep. <laughs> but, um, for this one, I got the Bucks. I think they're, I don't know, making a push. I think they're a little bit more on a hot streak. They're a little bit warmer than the Saints are, I guess. I don't know. I don't trust yeah. the Saints. No, I don't either. Not with Derek Carr. But Alove, man, that guy's been – I forgot to bring it up. He's been playing lights out. Yeah, he had a Absolutely. 120 yards or something. Yeah. Insane. Uh, next game, we got the Bills-Patriots. Uh, I got the Bills. I think they're just so much better of a team, but – with the Bills, you never know, but I still got them. Yeah, I have the Bills, um, but if we get the Patriots that showed up last week, who knows? Yeah, right, exactly. No, uh, we get the Bills that showed up last week, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. You never know. Oh, These games are on New Year's Eve, too. Yep. Uh, next game, the Berg game. Cardinals against the Eagles. I don't think this will be close, and I got the Eagles. Yeah, I have the Eagles as well, but please, Cardinals win. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? You know what the weird thing is with the Eagles? They're so awkward and dorky, and I don't like them at all. They're the only team that has their person facing left. That's how awkward they are. Yeah, there is a thing on that I saw... As to a, a reason for it, I can't remember what it was, though. I think it was because the thing shows up as an E. Oh, yeah, I see it. I think that was it, but I, I can't remember. Yeah, well, that's how weird they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing, we got the Panthers-Jaguars uh, with Lawrence out. I have the Panthers win in this game. I have the Jags still. Um, having Lawrence out is huge, but I'm going to still be a little optimistic here. <laughs> yeah, they actually have the better team, but I need, I need to make ground somewhere. Yeah. Uh, next game, we got the Red Hot Raiders against the Colts. And you, you know who I'm going with. I got the Raiders. I have the Raiders as well. I think uh, the way that that team's playing right now, it's better than what the Colts are doing. And yeah. I don't think the Raiders can compete overall necessarily, but 
They're playing pretty good right now. If their defense keeps playing as well as it does. Next game, we got the Rams-Giants. With the way the Rams have been playing, I'm not going to go against them, and I got the Rams. And the Rams as well. This one probably won't be close. No. Uh, I don't think this next game will be either, and I think the 49ers are going to come out mad and absolutely obliterate the Commanders. I got the 49ers. Yeah, I agree. I have the 49ers, and again, I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, next game, we got the Steelers and the Seahawks. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to because I think their defense is better, but I know their offense isn't, but I'm going with the Steelers. This is one of those that the Steelers played really good last week. And I, I'm going Seahawks, but I went back and forth on it. It's a rough one because you never know what team is going to show up on either team. Like, there's they play the same. Yep. <laughs> you never know what's going to show up. Uh, next game is a big game for both these teams, Chiefs against the Bengals. I think the Chiefs are a better team, especially now that it's right at the end of the year. They need these wins, and I think they're going to pull it off and win. I have the Bengals. I think they're going to bounce back and get the win here. Yeah, I could see it. I see I could see it either back. team. To be honest, like, I don't know. Next game. Yeah, it should be a good one, especially if the Bengals play. Unlike this last week, but the few weeks before that, ooh, could be very good. Right. Next game is the Broncos and the Chargers. This is a game also that depends on what team shows up. If the Chargers team last week shows up and the Broncos team last week shows up, the Chargers will win this. But I don't see that happening. I'm going with the Broncos. It'll be interesting to see, too, how the Broncos play with the backup quarterback in. I'm going the Broncos, but... I could see this one going either way, uh, depending, like, kind of like you said, with how the Chargers show up. But I'm going to go Broncos. Oh, this next game, I don't want to go do it, but Sunday night football, uh, Vikings against Packers. Luckily, it's at U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, man. The Packers are a better team, but... I am going to pick the Vikings because I can't pick the Packers over the Vikings. I just can't do it. <laughs> I have the Vikings just at home. 24-17. Sorry. Yeah. That was my bad. I paused. That's what <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I got the Vikings uh, just because they're home. And it's a division game. Generally, you guys split where when you're home. So... And I got twenty four twenty one. Yeah, probably, probably. Full book's gonna happen. And our last bit 
is offense to look at and defense to look at. I have the Dolphins this week because they're going against that. Yeah, Dolphins offense against that crazy Ravens defense. A good one. I got. I have the Seahawks offense. Yeah. With Geno back last week, hopefully they are on making a push for the playoffs. And defense, you're looking at? Who do you got? I have the Cardinals. Because uh, if the Cardinals can make a few plays on defense, that could surprise this game. Yeah. And I have the Saturday night football game, and I have the Lions defense because they're going to have to come out and play big. And knowing they won the NFC North, are they going to be lackluster, or are they actually going to come out and play it? Because the Cowboys offense is very explosive. So if they don't show up, they could easily get absolutely smoked by that Cowboys offense. Yeah, I'm nervous about the game, but excited at the same time. I, uh, <laughs> I'm glad because I should actually be able to watch it. We are going to be busy watch a lot of Saturday with hockey. So. Oh, yeah. That's right. We'll I'll be here. up north all weekend. So, so I'm going to try. Luckily, I have YouTube TV now that I can just log into their TV and be able to watch as much as I can. So, Yeah. Quite a few good games this weekend, so I'm excited for that. Me too. Yeah. So this covers our recap and predictions for Week 17. Uh, podcast is going to be available on Google, Apple, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, feel free to reach out on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Um, and thanks for listening. And yeah, if you could leave a rating, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate any comments. Any suggestions you guys want to see here, uh, let us know in the comments on social media or in the reviews and on Apple with the rating review as well. And just appreciate the listening and anything else that we can get. 